You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Alrighty, <laughs> happy dump day, y'all. <laughs> I'm on something else today, you guys. <laughs> but I'm so excited that you are here today. I really just firstly want to thank everyone that has tuned in so far. I have received an insane amount of love and support from y'all and i'm just so grateful there's really no other way to put it and so i just want to say thank you so much and i hope that i can deliver okay guys please bear with me because someone outside is mowing the lawn and it's starting to rain so like i don't really know what that combination is all about but like if you hear any background noise i'm very sorry my apologies i'm going to try my best to get it out but the show must go on if you know what i mean i just don't understand why someone would want to you know interrupt when they know i'm recording right now but you know it is what it is anyways we may proceed now (laughs) today I really wanted to talk about just honestly (laughs) jobs we're talking about jobs and we're talking about careers today because I am fed up everyone basically the reason why we're dumping jobs today is because I've been rejected (laughs) so it's really just a personal problem maybe once I get a job I'll be like I love jobs, but I really don't think that that'll be the case. I'll probably be like, get me out of this hellhole because I just feel like the jobs and internships that I've had, like there's definitely been a time where I've been like, I cannot do this anymore, but then they've ended. So it's been great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So basically the reason that I'm so mad at jobs today and just careers is because I have been rejected from so many jobs recently and I am honestly just I'm over it I'm over the whole let's work a nine-to-five honestly I personally don't see myself ever working in a nine-to-five here's my thing ten to four I'll even do an eight to two I'll sacrifice my mornings and start a little bit earlier but I really just don't think that nine to five is the right time frame for me personally. Um, I definitely like to be on the go too. So I definitely wouldn't be able to have an office job. But anyways, I'm really getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Today we're talking about all the jobs that have rejected me for literally no good reason. And I would like to call them out, but obviously I won't be doing that <laughs> because I don't want to ruin my career before it even starts you know? Anyways, so I have applied to probably mm, 
a hundred jobs since let's say since the beginning of June. Out of those hundred jobs, I have heard back from let's say ten. Out of those ten, I have been rejected officially from seven and the other three were pyramid schemes <laughs> honestly if we want to talk really quickly about the pyramid scheme thing there are so many jobs out there that seem amazing there was this one job that i applied to and i applied at 8 p.m the night before the very next day at around 10 a.m they sent me an email and they were like oh my gosh congrats we looked over your resume and we really want to offer you an interview and so this interview basically is going to just be a one-way interview you're just going to be talking to the camera and you're going to answer our questions and you're going to basically give all these answers blah blah blah, whatever so like they asked they have these questions prepared and then you just answer them and then after that they have a second round interview where it's an hour talking to someone from the company and then it's a third interview and you're talking to somebody else from the company and then they might offer the job however usually these jobs are sales jobs but they're marketed as marketing pr jobs and it's actually so annoying because i just feel like well number one it's illegal (laughs) and number two if you can't get employees to join your company by being honest about what your company is then maybe it shouldn't be your company maybe you shouldn't be having a company and there i said it (laughs) like i said my little breakdown so out of the other seven jobs that actually rejected me sent me an email and said we do not want you thank you for your time I really just started to feel a little, a little hurt, a little beat down, but then I remembered if they don't want me, it's really their loss. I really just think that that's something important that we all need to recognize and remember. You should be just as valuable to the company as they are to you. I always think about this when I do interviews and I'm just thinking in my head, I'm not trying to impress anybody. You know, I'm just being myself. And if they like me, they like me. If they don't, they don't. But they should be trying just as hard to get me to want to work at their company. As hard as I'm trying to get them to see that I am, you know, valuable to them. They should really should be trying just as hard to get me. Because I have had plenty of interviews where I'm like, this company just is not for me. And I'm not going to go to you just because I need a job. Like, I don't need your job. I need a job. (laughs) (laughs) but I don't need yours, okay? And just from what I've seen with some of these companies, especially in Boston, because that's where I'm moving to, I don't know how I'm going to do you guys because these Bostonians, is that what they call themselves? That's just what I'm going to call them if that's not what they call themselves, but these Bostonians are rude. (laughs) I got an email from this company that I had applied to, and I was overqualified i don't think we even talk about the fact that when you're overqualified for a job they will reject you because you're overqualified for the job and it's so annoying i applied to this job because i knew i was overqualified so i knew that i would have a better chance of getting it and then you reject me because you think that i'm too good i mean that's kind of flattering actually <laughs> not anything about it, it's kind of flattering but 
it's so annoying. So I applied to this job, overly qualified for, entry-level job that was actually one of the very few entry-level jobs that I was like, okay, because these entry-level jobs, they're like, okay, entry-level, five to ten years of experience, eight certifications, 20 references. Like, that's not, that's not entry-level. Entry-level is zero (laughs) years of experience (laughs) because I just graduated from college. What real job full-time experience would I possibly have going to college full-time? The rant is not over, but... (laughs) We just have to move on. But this job that was a PR marketing job, I was like, okay, I can do this. Cool. I'm not in love with PR. I really don't like PR at all, actually. Uh, I'm definitely more of an advertising branding kind of girl. But I was like, I can definitely do this job. Easy. Whatever. They sent me an email. Everyone, (laughs) stop what you're doing. (laughs) and listen to this i'm i'm literally looking at it right now they sent me an email that said dear Didi, it's not you it's us you just didn't make the cut this time <laughs> when i tell you i don't know what was going through their heads it just doesn't make any sense to me why anyone would ever send that to any applicant like that just really triggered my fight or flight i was like uh, uh, <laughs> are you breaking up with me <laughs> it just doesn't it that literally made no sense and i was like you know what at the end of the day i obviously didn't work want to work for you guys anyway because why would you ever send that to me that's so disrespectful but honestly that's not even the worst one. I would say that's probably the funniest one that I've ever gotten. But I got this one the other day that said, like, they actually tried to write me. I think they attempted to write me a nice email. And it was actually personalized and everything, which was shocking to me. But they <laughs> they legitimately said, you know, dear Dee, Dee although we see that you are exceptionally qualified for this job and have plenty of experience to, you know, like do this job well, we have moved forward with another candidate. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. So you're telling me that there was literally nothing wrong with me. You just didn't even give me the time of day. They did not even give me the time of day to interview with them or anything. And they, they wrote me a personalized email that went over the experience that I wrote and they were like, you know, we see that you are very qualified and you you could do this job, but we found somebody else that was just better than you. <laughs> we just liked them a little bit more and that's totally fine. You know, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but they didn't even try me out. They didn't they didn't even know what flavor I was going to be. And that just really hurts my feelings. <laughs> so <laughs> I just felt like I really needed to share that. (laughs) These jobs, where I'm at right now with the jobs that I've applied to and the responses that I've gotten, I'm just like, it's just time to throw the whole job away. It's time to throw the whole concept of a job away. I just, (laughs) I, I think my career... You know, honestly, if this podcast thing becomes successful, this could be my career, but I, I'm unsure if it's going to because I'm crazy. (laughs) 
But that, honestly, talking about that really has lifted my spirits because I'm not going to lie, I was feeling kind of sad today. I I mean, I, I honestly don't know why, but this whole job thing, it's, it's funny to me. Like, it's so depressing that it's funny. <laughs> but you know what? All I can do is keep trying because I'm moving to a new city and I need to have money. <laughs> and that's just what it is. I I just can't be I can't be broke. I don't like asking for money. I don't I've I've never liked asking for money like from my parents or anything. Well, more so from my mom. For my dad, I really will ask for money any day. <laughs> but it's like I I have the experience, you know what I mean? And by experience, obviously I mean I know how to do the things that I was taught to do in the 4 years that I was in the most expensive college in the world because it's, it's unnecessarily expensive and I could continue throwing them under the bus but you know I'm not trying to face a defamation lawsuit or anything like that <laughs> not that they can even sue me for saying that they suck because they honestly do but you know it is what it is but yeah the jobs that I had in college I was good at them in theory <laughs> I okay so I worked for residence life at my college and uh, anybody that works in res life will tell you right now that they hate their job (laughs) I don't know one person I really don't know one person that's like oh my gosh I love being a resident assistant or I love being an apartment manager because the very first day The very first day, I had my little hall meeting, and two boys walked out of the meeting. (laughs) They legitimately just got up and left. (laughs) And it's like, I wasn't even being, like, I was just being normal. I thought I was just like, hey, my name is Dee Dee. I am so excited to be your whatever RA. It's your first year, woohoo. And these two boys just got up and left. And from that moment on, I was like, I hate my job. <laughs> from that moment on, I I remember after they left, I basically called them and I told them that they needed to come back to the room that we were having the meeting in and I let everybody else leave. And I was like, yo, what the hell just happened? Like, why did you just leave? Like, I was like, that is so disrespectful. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, I really did chew them out, but I was like, I'm not going to be, because there were these two boys that definitely thought that they were like the shit. I was like, you guys are not about to sit here and disrespect me. I am not the one. Let me tell you that. I'm like, I may seem all happy and jolly or whatever right now, but baby boy, I am absolutely not the one that you want to mess with. Okay. I was like, I will ruin your life. If you want your, that's what I started telling my residents. (laughs) That is legitimately what I started telling my residents from day one. I was like, listen, we can either have a great year or we can have a horrible year and it's up to you. If you want me to ruin your life, I will. If you want to be amazing and not cause any problems, then we're going to have a great time together. And then they respected me. And so I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to lay down the hammer. And it's really sad that I just feel like sometimes guys just think they can disrespect you just because. And I was like, I'm older than you. They, where is the seniority? Where is the respect? I am your elder. 
<laughs> whatever but yeah i wasn't good at my job as an ra specifically i literally hated res life from the day i got there and i tried to love it i really did but once my residents started acting up aka day one <laughs> i was like fuck this job and honestly the supervisors in res life (laughs) that's another story for another day because once it got to my senior year and i was an apartment manager and i was dealing with all seniors or seniors and juniors i was like y'all do whatever you want to (laughs) do you know we're about to have a good time you know we can just hang out and chill as long as you just are clean and don't have like firearms in your apartment (laughs) but yeah by that point I I will say I was not good at my job (laughs) I was hanging out you know we had to like be on call and stuff and the on-call phone would ring and I literally would just look at it like I would be laying in bed it was this annoying ringtone and I would just look at it and be like okay who's gonna go get it (laughs) there's nobody else inside my bedroom except for me (laughs) That was a hot mess. Um, my supervisor, Billy Baker, if you're listening to this, um, just know I really did do the best that I could at the time. My best was nowhere close to good enough <laughs> because I simply hated my job, but <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I still got paid at the end of the day. <laughs> so I didn't get fired. Yay. <laughs> If you guys want specific res life stories, if you want to hear from my fellow AMs and RAs, I've got a good lineup for you. (laughs) Especially by senior year, none of us in my neighborhood that like worked in my neighborhood, none of us were really doing our jobs except for my boy Jack. Hi Jack, if you're listening, I love you. Stay strong. Jack is a senior now, but he was a junior when you know, the rest of us in our neighborhood were seniors. And so he actually did his job. But me, Ari, if you're listening, Fiona, if you're listening. (laughs) Well, honestly, Fiona was a really good AM too. Uh, It was mostly just me. (laughs) Basically, I'm just sick of jobs. I think jobs are dumb and I just want to get rich. (laughs) If I could be rich and famous without doing any work, I... I don't actually I don't know if I would because I also get really bored quickly which is another reason why I even started this podcast in the first place but I think I just think I would have a lot of fun you know I feel like if I could be on a reality show what reality show do you guys think I would be on I don't know I don't know if I'd be a real housewife I feel like I'm also not really keeping up with the Kardashians girl. Like, I used to love keeping up with the Kardashians, but I don't think that that's, I mean, no, no, no. That's definitely not the way that I would get famous, okay? (laughs) Absolutely not. You would never see that from me. Mm -mm. And I don't think I would get famous off of someone else's success either. I think I would get famous off of my own success. So... I don't know. I really, somebody please tell me what reality TV show, like what kind of reality TV show I would be on. Because now I feel like I need to know. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to move on. We're going into Humper Dump, okay? (laughs) Today's Hump or Dump, we are talking about workplace romances. (laughs) So I got a question about 
what basically what I would do um, if there was a guy at my job that I really liked and he really liked me. Basically, if we both liked each other, <laughs> I guess. And he, you know, wanted to date, if we wanted to date each other, basically what I would do. And I am going to tell you guys that I think that Number one, I don't think that this scenario would actually happen to me because when I'm at work, I'm really all about work. (laughs) I just don't like, I don't know. And also I feel like, as I've mentioned before, I don't want to see the guy that I'm dating all the time. So if I saw him at work, I would be mortified. I'd just be like, oh no, this relationship is going down the drain. But I think in a general sense, like, workplace romances are just really sticky and really tough to deal with because (laughs) you're working with the person that you're dating i just think it's weird i've always thought that it was weird if there is at my dentist's office the guy that's my dentist like his wife is the receptionist that's a pretty normal thing to do but i have always just thought that it's weird because i'm like i simply do and she calls him well (laughs) obviously she calls him like his name (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying she calls him doctor so-and-so told me that you you know wanted to get a cleaning today and i was like okay also the thing about my dentist's office that makes it a little different for me is that i've known them since i was three years old so i'm like you can just call him by his first name like no he's your husband it's weird also we didn't really like them but that's the tea hopefully no (laughs) hopefully they don't listen to this i don't think that they ever would but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then they know that we don't like them <laughs> then they start charging us like up charging us <laughs> but i feel like more harm can come from it than good so in my opinion i feel like i would dump a workplace romance because i just me being me i don't like seeing the person i think that it also becomes really tricky if you two are like have a power dynamic if you are in a higher position than they are, then I feel like it can become really tricky. Or if they're in a higher position than you, you know, I don't know your life. But I would just assume that you would be in the higher position because, you know, you're listening to this podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you are a boss. Okay? So I just think that it's kind of weird. I guess if you're in two different departments, it's a little bit different. But I also think it might depend on you know, what kind of jobs in an office, like my dentist's office or like doctor's office or a law firm. I also think that like we're dynamic, you know, it's always on TV. That's like, oh, the lawyer and the paralegal. I think that's weird. But I guess if you're just associates or like execs and like one of you works in finance and the other one of you works in, I don't know, like (laughs) it's another, (laughs) what's another section of a business? There are so many that I can save, but I'm just whatever. Or yeah, so if one of you works in finance and the other one works in <laughs> what is wrong with me? In HR. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, so for me personally, I think we're gonna have to dump workplace romances. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you disagree, let me know. Comment, DM me, whatever. But that's just how I feel as of right now. Maybe as I get older, maybe once I actually get a job, <laughs> I'll feel differently. Maybe there'll be a cute guy that I work with and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I think in theory, I always love workplace romances, but in actuality, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. 
I like to keep my work life and my personal life separate. (laughs) Okay, so for this week's On the DL, I got a question about how I kind of handle rejection (laughs) and rejection in terms of jobs and things like that. Honestly, I'm just going to be completely honest and say it is so hard when you feel like you have applied to job after job after job and like nothing is going your way. It's like to no avail, like what am I doing wrong? It honestly is so hard to just be able to be like, you know what, whatever. It really is their loss. I think something that has kept me going is knowing that eventually I know I'm going to get a job. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that's really easy to forget that you are so valuable. And I think that a lot of times when you face rejection, especially jobs and career wise, it's really easy to forget that. And you're like, maybe, maybe I'm not like, maybe I kind of (laughs) suck. Like nobody wants me. You know what I mean? But I think something that's really important to remember is that your ability to get a job does not reflect your capability to do amazing things in life i just feel like jobs really beat you down like the whole job search thing really just is unfortunate and it's really corrupt but i think remembering that you have so much worth you have so much value and eventually you're going to find something that's perfect for you i think that's just something that we always need to remember. I just had to do on the DL, but you know, keep it keep it short because <laughs> I've had a lot of chaotic energy for this episode. <laughs> so, you know, but I just think that that's something that's so important. And if we want to talk about it more, I can definitely have a whole episode on what I do personally to just get out of my own head. But yeah, that's just my little quick piece of advice that I want to offer up to everyone <laughs> unsolicited naturally because that's just who I am. <laughs> but I really hope that y'all have enjoyed this week's episode. I've had so much fun today recording it and I just feel like I have really been off the charts. It's so funny because before I recorded this, I was just like the complete opposite. I was like, like today is so boring and I'm sad because people keep rejecting me, (laughs) but it's totally okay. I think it's totally okay to feel that way as long as you get back up and you know, that's what we're doing over here. Okay. So I just hope that you all are able to find some solace just a little bit in knowing that. And if you ever want to talk to me about it, feel free to reach out to me, please. I'm always available and I love getting advice too. So, (laughs) but yeah, I really have enjoyed this week's episode and I hope that you have too. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope that you've had an amazing hump day that guess what? It's now a dump day and I hope that it's been fantastic for you. I hope that my crazy energy has not been too much for you. And if it has, then, you know, I'll I'll take it back. Just let me know. I'll I'll tone it down. (laughs) But like I said, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, an amazing rest of your day. As always, follow me on Instagram at Dumptaste with Dee. Leave a little review if you'd like to, preferably a nice one. Anyways, tune in next week for another episode of Dump Days with Dee Dee, and I will see you then. All right. Bye. As things change, other things stay the same. 
like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 